You tuned in to Coffee Talk with John Papaloni. Today we have a guest speaker. It is Jason Hales. How's it going, Jason? Good. How are you doing, John? Fantastic. And uh, well, as we know, anyone who listens knows what my podcast is basically about entrepreneurship, real estate, and investment. Cool. Um, so today, I mean, you're in music. Mm-hmm. I am. And uh, like, so we're going to sort of get into what you do. Okay. And how you uh, got into it and how you brought the business aspect of it. Because obviously, music starts off with passion. It does. Yeah, because yeah, I've never heard of anybody says, I'm playing the piano because my mommy made me. Right. At well, the students do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you introduce yourself and everything you do? And Cool. Uh, yeah, my name's Jason Hales. Um, I'm trained in uh, opera, but I also sing a lot of... Uh, musical theater and rock i teach out of my home studio and a studio up in milton ontario i run a concert series uh called acoustic blend cafe uh now this concert series started about 11 years ago in hamilton out of melrose united church and since then uh, about four years ago i brought the concert series to Milton. So we're running two locations for the concert series. And the concert series in Milton is out of the Milton Legion Hall. Um, the concerts themselves feature uh, local Canadian artists. And it's set up like a, a listening room, I guess you would call it. Uh, so there's you know comfortable seating, ta- uh, coffee tables with candlelight, and uh, the feature performers that we get uh, all come and they play for about 75 minutes, so an hour and 15. And it's all their music. Sometimes there's covers, but predominantly it's originals. And it's just to get the community to know uh, the quality of talent that's in their backyard sort of thing. And they, these are performers that could be uh, on the huge uh, circuit internationally, uh, but they just haven't had their break yet sort of thing. So, And all the performers that we book get screened, so they have to meet a certain level uh, of musicianship and uh, performance quality. Um, so it's not just your regular uh, weekend warriors that uh, go out and play in pubs and stuff. So, yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's what Acoustic Blend is. That's a lot of what I do. And I do all the marketing, the um, uh, hosting. Uh, yeah, I book all the acts. I, I do just about everything. Uh, there are some people that help uh, in making the posters and the brochures and a few things like that. But yeah, I do just about everything. Well, that makes sense. How did you come up with the name? Oh, good question. Uh, it took a lot of brainstorming. Uh, it was uh, initially through uh, a lot of people th- at Melrose United Church because uh, that's where we started it. I I was the tenor section leader in the choir there, and I put it out to the congregation that I wanted to do uh, a concert series in their auditorium. And so I asked people for ideas, uh, for names, and a lot of names got bounced around. And um, one of the one of the people came up with uh, acoustic blend, and I just added on the cafe. cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually it's quite catchy if you think about it. Like it's very catchy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know you got the the ABC uh, acronym so that you know it's easy to remember and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. That's true. And, well, I mean, obviously you're in music yourself. I mean, that's clearly what, what got in. Correct, you know. yes. What, when did you start? When did I start? Oh, I started officially training when I was 19, I guess. Uh, but I was into music all my life, right from like about three years old. I was singing, and uh, when I was eight, I started taking guitar lessons and piano lessons. And um, yeah, I just grew from there. Um, and then uh, I started studying when I uh, got into Lakehead University. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I just actually just learned something new about you. Okay. I did yeah. not know you went to Lakehead. I did. Yeah. Lakehead University up in Thunder Bay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a crazy story, really, how I got into music uh, at Lakehead anyways. Uh, I lived in Manitowoc. It's a small mining town uh, north of Lake Superior. And I wanted to go to uh, college for jazz saxophone. So I wanted to go to Mohawk and here in Hamilton. And uh, so my high school didn't offer any jazz courses and you need some kind of jazz training to get into Mohawk. So I looked up a high school in Thunder Bay and uh, there was one high school that actually offered a few uh, jazz courses. So um, I ended up going to that high school and living with my aunt and uncle for a year just so I could say I got training. And then during that year I got uh, private lessons doing saxophone because I had full intentions on doing that and uh, the homeroom I had was uh, in music and every morning we played Old Canada and one morning I just let out this I was goofing around because I never thought anything of it and I let out this huge operatic voice uh, just being silly singing Oh Canada and the teacher spun around and said was that you and I said yeah and he said that was amazing. He said, you need to get your voice assessed. He said, if I set up an appointment for you with Mary Witcher at Lakehead University, would you go? And I thought, oh, sure, what the heck, you know, see what it's all about. So I went to my appointment with Mary, um, and she had me sing a few simple scales and asked me what my, my um, plans were post-secondary. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to go to... Mohawk College for jazz saxophone and she said well I want you to come here I said for what <laughs> and she said to sing <laughs> and I thought okay that would be great however I don't have my at that time my OAC courses I wasn't planning to go to university so I didn't bother chasing down the OAC courses and uh, she said well you let me worry about that so she spoke to the chair of the department and uh, at that point I started taking private lessons with her and did my audition and then I got a letter oh I I got uh, I was told you I would get in uh, on the condition that my grades and high school at the time uh, met a, an 80 average and so I started busting my butt in high school and then I did my audition and I got a letter saying I was accepted unconditionally. So yeah, I didn't have to wow. worry about my, my grades, my marks. So yeah. And then I got in, I kind of dove in head first, not knowing anything about what I was doing. So yeah, I, I got into Lakehead and started studying voice there and taking piano lessons and yeah. Wow. That, that was my, uh, my trip. Well, it was a good one actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Everyone has challenges. Yeah. 
right? What are some of the obstacles, like I would say, that, that you've been through from basically from the moment you got in there to the beginning of Acoustic Blend? Oh, jeez. Tons of obstacles. Just understanding music because I could barely, I mean, I could read music at the time, but I didn't know how to read voice music. I mean, I knew the notes, but I didn't know how to find them in my voice. So there was those types of obstacles, understanding the voice. Uh, and then once I finished Lakehead, I got into U of T opera program and went down there. And then I, my eyes were open to like the, the business of music, which you don't get taught in any school. Um, maybe there might be some schools in the U.S. or whatever, but that teach you about the business of music. But in Canada, you don't get taught about the business of music. And I got into U of T. I started going there and I started learning that, you know, you need an agent, you need headshots, you need uh, you need to know how to market yourself and all kinds of stuff. And it was crazy. Um, while I was there, I started, uh, I was having so much fun, I started... Uh, a quartet uh, called Rhapsody Junction, and that quartet we took on tour across uh, Ontario tour twice. Uh, we went up through Northwestern Ontario and all the way out to Cornwall. Um, we performed with the Thunder Bay Symphony. So all that journey doing Rhapsody Junction, I was learning the business of music and how uh, how much time it is, how much work it is. Uh, coming up with all the tools that you need to uh, sell yourself to uh, the people that hire you to entertain. Um, so, yeah, I learned a lot by doing Rhapsody Junction and trying to be a, a solo performer, a solo classical performer. Um, and then it was when I, I moved to London, Ontario, and I was teaching at uh, a music school there, and it was there that I came up with the idea for acoustic blend. I didn't know it was going to be called acoustic blend, but, but the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I came up with the idea there um, just because I saw people uh, sitting in the waiting room waiting for their kids to have music lessons and just kind of flipping through books and, you know, sleeping and whatever. And I thought, well, they need a place to go and do something while their kids are, are uh, taking their music lessons. So I thought, what if there was a cafe that did music lessons and then you could, you know, host concerts there as well. So yeah, that's, that's the ultimate goal that I'm working towards. Um, so hopefully uh, I can get the actual cafe uh, portion started, which I'm working on right now with the small business center here in Halton. Uh, working on a business plan to uh, approach banks and investors uh, to hopefully get that uh, off the ground. And then uh, there will be a place to go for music lessons and uh, acoustic concerts, uh, which also would give students an opportunity to perform uh, for anybody in the cafe and with professional musicians. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the goal anyways. But right now, uh, it's a concert series. I rent the... Um, um, auditorium in Melrose United Church and I rent the hall at the Milton Legion uh, so those are the two venues that I have right now and eventually um, uh, once I get the business plan done I'll have a, a cafe and then uh, yeah and oh I in Milton I also do uh, I rent space out of um, the Milton Tutoring Center to offer uh, music lessons yeah right well speaking of that like do you have like because obviously the cafe is the end goal. Right. Right? Like, so in the meantime, is it like, where do you want this cafe? 
Uh, right now, we're we're looking uh, at, at in Milton. Um, Milton is the fastest growing community in North America uh, for I think it was two census periods. So uh, yeah, we're looking at Milton um, because I believe the uh, now this is a couple of years ago. The city of Milton is estimating to be a population of three hundred and fifty thousand people by twenty twenty five. So it's it's growing huge. Uh, there's all kinds of houses going in. So I thought, you know, there's not, uh, I mean, there's some things in Milton, but not a whole lot. And I thought this would be a great spot, you know, to set up a cafe, give people uh, a community place to go to, you know, kind of like the Starbucks third third place, right? So right, right. Um, yeah, like a community hub is kind of what I, I want it to be. Uh, so, uh, that we're looking at Milton now. I'm not opposed to, uh, possibly checking out, uh, Oakville or even Hamilton, uh, considering that Hamilton is, um, trying to rebrand itself as a music city and they're doing a very good job of that right now. So it, that might be a possibility too, but, uh, currently, uh, looking at Milton. So right now, yeah. Going with what you're saying, I mean, cause you mentioned Oakville there. Correct. Like in terms of the concert series until your cafe starts. Have you thought about expanding from Hamilton and Milton and maybe going towards Oakville? Uh, yeah, I have thought about it. Uh, the The stumbling block I have with that is uh, the two locations I have right now, um, the only way to run them is through volunteers. And uh, the volunteers I have it would be stretched really thin if I got a third location. So I would need to find other volunteers in uh, in Oakville that would be uh, willing to jump on board with it, um, yeah, because it is a it's a great um, concept. Uh, the, everybody who attends both uh, locations right now just love it, uh, especially the musicians. Uh, that come, they just uh, like the fact that the audience is sitting and listening to you. Um, and it's not, um, well, it's it's all different styles of music each month. I try to do a different style. It doesn't work all the time, but I try to do a different style each month. Um, <clears throat> and it's not uh, classical concerts, right? Classical concerts, the audience sit and listen. Uh, typically for rock concerts or folk concerts or anything acoustic, we don't bring electric instruments in. They're amplified, you know, acoustic guitars, mandolins, ukuleles, uh, and even keyboards. But when the keyboard is brought in, it's just a piano setting, no organs, no, no synthesizers. Um, cause you can't, it, not every place has an acoustic piano. So, um, but everybody loves it. Uh, it's, it's just a friendly atmosphere. Um, each concert, uh, we start with open mic, so we encourage everybody from uh, absolute beginners playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star right through to pros and semi-pros to get up and do the open mic. And some of the feature performers I've booked have come out to the open mic, so it's it's a great way to just get discovered sort of thing. Um, but yeah, if, if I was to go into Oakville, uh, I'd have to find a, a whole set of volunteers to, to help me run it because it is a lot of work. Absolutely. I'm. I'm also. Uh, you know, going on the business end. I'm assuming. I mean, I'm assuming based on what we've talked about in the past and everything, um, that basically a lot of the stuff is put together through sponsorships. There. Yeah. There are some sponsorships. Uh, we're we're still looking for more. Um, but yeah, the the sponsorships help with the the home rentals, uh, paying the sound technician. 
um, and even some of the, uh, you know, putting out the brochures, things like that. Uh, yeah, without the sponsorships, it's, yeah, it, it can get quite financially draining. <laughs> of course. So that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, a lot of times people see music and they see the glamour side, right. but they don't really realize what's going on in the background to get to that exactly. point. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, of course, there's a lot of glitz and glamour, but there's a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, challenges to that point yeah yeah it's you know booking the halls uh getting somebody to make the brochures and the posters for you uh booking the musicians um making sure you have enough volunteers to run the event typically each location right now for hamilton and milton you need about six to seven people to run an event um and that that includes a sound tech um so it, it, you know, it's a fair number of people. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of things that go on in the background, you know, even things like, um, finding the coffee tables, like you have to go out and buy the coffee tables for each venue. Um, so each uh, venue right now has their own set of coffee tables, there are about 20 coffee tables at each venue. Uh, and we just stack them up in, in, uh, in, um, nice, neat piles, uh, in closets. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and even, you know, trying to find and book the talents. A lot of times it's not just, oh, I'm going to book this person. It, I have to research them and go out, hear them or listen to their material on YouTube or uh, Spotify or whatever and make sure that they, they meet the quality that is uh, expected uh, from the audiences because uh, you want to make sure that they have uh, a great um, show and it's not just somebody you know kind of still learning their songs and, and, and the guitar sort of thing yeah well of course that makes sense have you ever had a moment where you got like a pleasant surprise because earlier we are talking about the challenges in terms of you know struggles along the way but have you ever had something where you were expecting something and then it wasn't exactly what you expected but it was like a pleasant surprise uh, yeah the, the first time that happened uh, was in our first year uh, I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants because we started uh, in uh, the parlor. We weren't even in the auditorium at Melrose. We, we started in the parlor. And uh, I had uh, one of the one of my colleagues from uh, Long and McQuaid come out and perform. And he brought a few friends. And one of his friends was Alfie Smith. Now, not everybody knows who Alfie is, but Alfie is an incredible blues player. And he came out and he's he listened and at that time instead of opening with uh, starting the show with open mic we had open mic after the featured performers so um, Alfie came up to me and just he's got a very deep rugged voice and he also stands he's really tall about six three I guess um, and he's huge massive beard. Uh, and he just says, can I play open mic? <laughs> and, uh, and I, I felt very small and intimidated. So I said, sure. And uh, he gets out his guitar and he sits down and he just blew the room away because he's got a huge voice and he can really play. So uh, he that was a pleasant surprise so as soon as he did that i i booked him <laughs> of course for for a fee, as a feature performer uh and i've booked him a few times uh over the years so yeah well that's interesting that's you know quite a good story yeah um i was gonna ask you something now but you know it's one of those moments that just went blank just blank yeah right. oh i've had those <laughs> 
Um, in terms of, let's see, like, okay, you teach music, right? Correct. So obviously the cafe was your main objective. Yeah. Was teaching anywhere in your plan or is it sort of something that you just loved doing and it sort of became part of it? Um, no, teaching was definitely in the plan. Um, from the moment uh, I started uh, the, or the, from the moment I had the first uh, idea, um, because it was um, providing a cafe for parents to sit at uh, so they can go on the internet, they can meet with other friends, they can have a coffee, they can just sit and chit chat. Um, and then the, while they're waiting for their kids to have music lessons, right? So, um, and doing that it just creates a a community hub because not only are you having the parents from the students that are there but it, the it's open to the public so the public can come in and you know get a buy a sandwich or or you know a, a dessert of some kind and or get a coffee or a tea right so um it becomes a community hub uh because you're also hosting um acoustic concerts so they're not they're, they're, the acoustic concerts are kind of a little more chill. They're not, you know, big rock band and super loud. It's, it's a little more chill, uh, singer-songwriter type stuff. But uh, it's not just singer-songwriter because, we, you know, we've had jazz musicians. We have blues musicians. We've had all kinds of different uh, genres. Uh, we've even had mariachi, right? So, um, yeah, it's, it, we try to change it up and get different styles in there. Uh, we've had classical. We've had... Uh, Emma Rush uh, from Mohawk College. She's a teacher there. She's she performs all over the world. So and we had her come and perform. So um, yeah, teaching was always part of the uh, the goal. Yeah. Right. Right. That makes sense. Have you ever had a time where things went bad? Like you, like you book someone and you mm-hmm. kind of wish you didn't. Yes. Yes. Um, there was one performer, and I'm not not going to say the name of this person, um, but they showed up, and I think they showed up thinking they were coming to a real cafe, and they were just going to kind of play music in the corner sort of thing, and nobody's really going to pay attention. And they showed up. It was uh, the feature, uh, who was a singer, uh, and they brought a guitar player, and they started, they got up on stage, and... I could tell they weren't quite ready for it just because the way they were dressed, they were kind of hoping they would just be in the background somewhere. And no, this was a real show. And I actually got feedback saying, please don't ever do that again. Right. People emailed me asking what went wrong. uh, Why would I book this person and that sort of thing. So yeah, um, I had, I had a, backpedal a little bit with that uh trying to smooth things out for uh the guests that were there and uh yeah so yeah it it (laughs) it, it totally went wrong um even though like this person that i booked uh was on recommendation from a few of the guests that were there uh that had been coming and so i booked them uh on the recommendations and yeah, it was kind of the wrong choice. So at that point, uh, I had to really make sure whenever whenever I book anybody, they they have to meet a certain standard. That makes sense. That makes sense. Trial and error, I guess, in the yep. beginning. Yeah, exactly. What would you recommend? Like, what would you recommend to a person who's like starting into the music business, wants to get into it, like, but they don't know what to do? Oh, um, 
Well, I guess it depends on the um, the style of music they're doing. If you're doing like pop stuff and rock, um, I would probably recommend going out to open mics um, just to meet other musicians, right? Um, going to workshops uh, if you can and uh, just getting yourself heard um, and then hooking up with the right musicians. Uh, you always want to be performing or working with somebody who's better than you because you tend to get better yourself if you're working with somebody better. Now, I mean, that can't always work because at some point you're going to be better and somebody is going to want to work with you, right? So, Of course. Yeah, So, um, but uh, to get yourself going... Uh, and to kind of bring yourself up to a certain level, you want to work with uh, the people who are already there. Uh, so that's that's what I would recommend. And, uh, you know, just investigating on, on the Internet uh, as to what you would need uh, to become a professional musician um, and asking questions to other fellow musicians. You know, what'd you do for this? What'd you do for that? Uh, and promote, 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 promote. Right. So it's always it's all about uh, getting people out to your shows, getting people aware of your music. Um, yeah. It, it, and I guess you, you could say the same thing uh, with classical. I was leaving classical out, but you, you could do the same thing with classical. However, uh, classical musicians um, have a harder time uh, because there's not so many venues that will uh, have just random shows, right, that they can perform at. Uh, classical musicians tend to have to uh, do a lot of work themselves. So you have to find the hall, you have to do the booking, you have to do everything yourself. Uh, or uh, you constantly hound those that already have concerts or they're putting on shows and you do the auditions. And classical, it's audition, 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 right? So... Um, and eventually, you know, one in a hundred, you might get one booking, right? So, um, so that's what you want to do uh, a lot for for classical. Uh, if you don't feel ambitious enough to get your own shows going, then yeah, you get audition, audition. That makes sense. Um, what was, what else? Uh, hmm. In terms of, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. Where I was going with this is, I was going to say because you mentioned something about, about like going with someone who's you know a little better or more experienced mm -hmm. as they'll call it mm -hmm. um what where's your feelings in terms of coaches and mentors oh coaches and mentors um well that they're, they're the seasoned musicians right they're the people who've been around the block several times uh so you want to find somebody who uh clicks with you personality wise um, and you want to, you, you find those people uh, also doing open mics. Um, and it, in going to the open mics, you won't necessarily find them, but you'll find people who know them, right? So, and then through, through them, you can hook up with uh, different mentors or teachers or, you know, people who are willing to show you some of the ropes uh, in terms of the music industry and, and how to get yourself out there. Um, now, it, it takes a lot of ambition and, and work on your part, um, but it, it can happen. And it's, yeah, it's just asking questions and getting out there, uh, meeting people. It's networking, you know, you get out and talk to people. Well, networking seems to be a common thing amongst a lot of businesses, right? Like, I mean, even sales, it's all about networking. It's mm -hmm. usually about meeting people and growing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, 
and in terms of growth, I mean, constantly, I believe you're either growing or dying. Right. Yeah. Right. So obviously, like, you know, you've been around the industry for quite a while. Yeah. What steps and things do you do to make sure you're constantly evolving? Uh, a lot of that is through teaching too, right? So um, there's so much music out there now uh, and you can't possibly know all the songs. So uh, I get constantly get my students coming to me saying, can I learn this song? Can I try that song? And I've never heard of it. So I have to sit down and listen to it and try to figure it out or buy the music for it or whatever. And uh, you get to learn songs that way. Um, but it's... It's it's yeah again it's a lot of net, uh, networking uh, on and it's up to you uh, to get out there um, but it's yeah it's just a lot of work to do it yourself uh, but you have to be willing to do it right of course of course so have is there any ever been any moment in your life that you say if I had a do over I would change it oh uh, I don't know that I have that moment in my life um i guess if i had to change anything i might i might not have gone to lakehead and just studied privately with mary um because because i wanted to be a performer um lakehead is not set up as a performance school it's set up more to teach people to teach, right? Or yeah, do, doing academics. Um, if you want, uh, if I wanted to uh, perform, I should have, uh, now this is my thinking now, but I should have gone to uh, college. Uh, colleges tend to be more um, hands-on and geared towards setting people up to perform. Um, so that might have been something I changed, but, uh, at the time I, I hadn't thought of that. I didn't even know that I was just too in, um, too excited. The fact that I got into a university with all my OAC courses. And so, yeah, I, I think if I went back, I'd probably do that, uh, partly because it, it would save money, right? Uh, going to school costs a lot of money, um, and yeah, I'd, I'd probably study with Mary for a little while. And th- with Mary, I could have got uh, ready to audition to the U of T opera program. So I, I possibly could have got into U of T without being at Lakehead um, because they accept people on skill level, not necessarily on marks, um, which uh, is you know geared towards performing. And even in the uh, opera program, they have two different ve- uh, avenues now. They they have just the performance, and they they also have a master's now at U of T. Um, so you can do the academics through the master's, or you can just do the performance, uh, which is what I I did uh, because the the master's wasn't offered when I was there. Um, so yeah, uh, doing performance geared training is probably what i would have focused on if i had to change anything makes sense makes sense the last thing i'm gonna ask before i do some rapid fire yeah is gonna be i kind of know the answer to this because i think everyone goes through this but have you ever felt like you want to just give up and just you had enough all the time right how do you get past that um 
surrounding yourself with positive people. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. I have a friend in Thunder Bay, and if she hears this, she'll laugh because um, she she put together a show, and in the show, she she claims or states, stay away from the poo-poo people. <laughs> And I always try to do that. Stay away from the poo-poo people. Um, if you surround yourself with positive people, then when you, especially in the music industry, it's easy to get down and feel like you're just hitting your head against the wall. Um, but the positive people will help you see it in a different way, put a different spin on it, and then you feel energized again. Um, and yeah, so that's, yeah, I think every musician goes through that oh my god am i doing the right thing here <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah that's true so quick little questions here now yeah okay favorite color uh blue favorite food oh it's it's there's more than one well there's more than one but there uh there, it's it's a um a casserole called shipwreck Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I like pasta. I like pasta foods, but I think shipwrecked probably my my favorite. Nice favorite song. Too many. I have so many favorite songs. Um, yeah, but the, there's probably too many to choose from. Too many to choose. Yeah. From. You have a favorite artist? Springsteen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, biggest inspiration. Ooh, biggest in- inspiration. Um, probably my parents. Nice. Yeah. So they've been big supporters. Huge, huge supporters. I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if without them. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that's very. That's actually really good. Yeah, yeah. They're they're my biggest inspiration. Well, Jason, how do people reach you? Like, where do they find you online? Like, uh, yeah, they can find um. Uh, my website uh, jasonhales.ca uh, or uh, through Acoustic Blend acousticblendcafe.com um, my email is just my name jasonhales at gmail.com uh, and then yeah all the information's on on the websites yeah it'll be on the uh, notes as well yeah for the uh, podcast I want to you know take the time to say thank you for uh, joining me here yeah well thank you my pleasure this, this has was, been fun it was great yeah. yeah and we'll have to have it again and you know once the cafe opens we'll have a for sure one, give an update. yeah okay awesome thanks again Jay. all right thank you <laughs>